musically sincere. Do I have sound now? All right. So, what's up, boy? It's your home girl, Ivy. I am so sorry about that. We always have like a little technical difficulties, but we always bounce back. So, I want to thank everyone for tuning in with us tonight. This is our first show of the year. Unfortunately, my co-host cannot be here. He's feeling a little under the weather, but you know what? We are both blessed and we're both happy to be here right now. So, if you're feeling happy that we all made it past 2021 can you drop some fires please into the fucking trap um it's been a really rough year for myself for my co-host and you know we want to apologize for a little bit of the break that we had taken as i said in our last episode um because we have like a whole bunch of people tapping in right now thank you um i had a couple of deaths in the family both of them were my older siblings and after that, it was just one um, issue after another and after another. And it just got to a point where everything just became too much. So we didn't want to give you, and especially me, I I didn't want to give you a product that you guys couldn't be proud of. Um, so I'm very happy to be here right now. We have a, we have a guest that's been extremely patient with me. Um, his name is Musically Sincere from Boston, Massachusetts. So he's been waiting long enough. Let me put him in. Hello. Air. Hi. Hi. I am so sorry about that. You know, technical difficulties. How are you doing? Me? Well, it's not, I'm I'm doing all right. I've got COVID. <laughs> I mean, listen, man. I, that was my second mishap. I ended up with the with the Omarion. No, the Omarion. He, I had a heart bo- a nice box where my heart used to be for like two weeks. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. My heart's still going bump, bump, bump. You know what I'm saying? So it's not. It's not Omarion. It's not. Oh my god. <laughs> oh man, yeah. COVID is definitely a killer, but you know it's. Uh, time progresses on and things get better and better i'm just uh, simply just <clears throat> trying to get over like you know everything that's going on with this it's only been a couple of days but you know time heals also are you um a 420 lover absolutely i was gonna smoke on this thing oh, but i don't know if i could now i know i can i was gonna say so i normally probably the cdc would recommend against it but i always say fuck it so like after three or four days of being able to not smoke because you know like the first couple of days suck because you lose your sense of taste at least with me i did my throat was a little scratchy but i was so annoyed because i couldn't smell it and it's always the smell you want to right but so i was just like fuck so i waited five days and then i said fuck it my friend dropped it you know she did delivery shout out to sophie shout out to wilma for holding it down for a bitch dropping it on the door hiding it Ah. yo it was making impossible and my boyfriend had to deal with my fuckery from the bronx and Yo, it was amazing. Absolutely. Yeah, no, absolutely. You you don't want to have to deal with that neither. Trust me. Man, listen, smoke weed while you can. 
I know if you have COVID, if you have COVID, you won't actually be able to to taste anything. And I thought that was bullshit because you know if you have COVID, you really can't taste nothing. I'm sitting here eating salmon. I'm like, why is this? Why does this taste like trash? <laughs> it tastes, everything tastes plain. For real. And I'm Greek, so it's horrible. Like I'm used to plain food, but this was just like damn, <laughs> uned- ined- What are they like? Unedible, inedible, inedible, making edible. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Oh man, that's that's what I love to call McDonald's. Like, yo, if I wanted to eat something nasty, I would really go to make an edibles. I gotta get to <laughs> New York. Okay. Um wow. So tell us a little about yourself. Why are you musically sincere? Um first of all, my name is uh Sincere. I'm an artist from Boston, Massachusetts. Um I've been making music for the last three and a half years. And music to me has been one of the greatest outlets that I have could find in my life. Um, when it comes to feelings, emotions, or dealing with anything about expressing yourself the way that you want to express it, music has always been the outlet to direct me to what I want to say with my chest without anybody feeling like there was a negative feedback to what I was saying. Some people, when they hear someone's music, they don't like the way they sound or what they will say when they're making a song. But if it's coming from my own personality, people who know me know that this is a type of, uh, that the music that I provide gives them some type of uh, more awareness to the things that are going on in their life because I've dealt with my own problems and trauma and I can always feel like I'm someone's therapist, but the way I do it is I create music so I could be my own therapist and someone else's therapist. Um, music to me has been a big, big lifesaver for me. I can't really say that I would ever want to choose a different career path because I've invested so much time, energy, and so much of my creative ability on music that if I felt like I chose another career path, I think I would just do it to please somebody else and not myself. But um, musically sincere, I am musically sincere because the words and the lyrics that I actually speak are meant to have hold truth and weight to it, you know? How would you describe your style of sound? My style of music? Yes. My style of music ranges from neo-soul to Afrocentric to uh, to spoken word to lo-fi. It's, it's not really, I, I feel like the only way to describe it is what Tyler said when he won Rap Album of the Year. You can't actually classify my music under one genre or one specific, uh, or one specific category. Because I could be a rapper, I can also be a singer. Yeah, because I, I, so the first song I really heard from you was Elevate. And I heard a wrestling reference, and please forgive me with my marijuana head. Um, but I was like, wait, okay, so you rap rap, but then you have like a talented creative sound. So it kind of takes you on a trance with some of your songs. Yes. Um, the experience that I want to offer the people is that I'm a lyricist who, who has a style that is unlike anybody else's. So when it comes to trying to find 
most rappers and most singers and most songwriters these days, they're trying to find an a motive, or not even a motive, they're trying to find their own sound. And so when it comes to these sounds, most of these people, they they're they're stuck on one one particular element. For Tyler the Creator, he was for a while, everyone's like, oh, we know him for his lyrics and what he was saying until he came out years later with more of his beats and then he would actually say something you know be more productive along with his beats so with me it's not just along the beats that's what i wanted to provide with elevate was like i've got very very good beat building techniques but i've also got very very great lyrical ability techniques and that's the kind of environment and techniques that i want to add into that so the style on elevate was something that I didn't even think was going to be popular until somebody was like, yo, I really like the beat on that. But I just felt like my lyrics weren't all there because the first part of the song was me literally like dissing another friend of mine who I friend of mine who I thought was cool, but he, he just, he stopped making songs. And so I'm like, you know what, this song is going to be the reason why I'm going to start breaking off of my own path. So how about you introduce Elevate to us? So I have the video on on deck right now. Let's play play right now. So introduce it to us. All right. Um Elevate by Musically Sincere. Elevate is a fantastic song. If you like to smoke, this is definitely a smoker's anthem. I'm high some elevate. I rhyme, but don't hesitate. Hey, he's My life ain't gonna celebrate. Gang. The man in the carriage. Let's Absolutely. go. This is elevate. Yeah. Uh. Let it flow, let it flow, let it flow, let it flow, let it flow. Word. Yeah. One, two, three, four. I'm high, so I elevate. Yeah, I rhyme, but don't hesitate. Nah, my life, they go celebrate. Word. Thank God, so I gotta pray. I'm basically gourmet. What? It's not like a Sunday. Oh, mainstream coming someday. Yeah, right now I just gotta say, uh huh, I'm high, so I elevate. Yeah, I rhyme, but don't hesitate. Nah, my life, they gon' celebrate. Word, thank God, so I gotta pray. Uh huh, my face and they're gonna make. What? I'm a snot like a Sunday. Uh huh, mainstream coming someday. Yeah, right now I just gotta say, uh huh. This music's a passion, I'm not only rapping, I'm suddenly asking if niggas will listen. Man on a mission, I'm no longer dissing a nigga who cries and then gets through his bitch. It's beef in the streets where I'm catching them slipping, I'm chefing this nigga, I'm all in the kitchen. I'm cooking up guys, but I'm loving the chicken. You catching these sins in this yeah. rhyme, it was written. I'm cleaning up, that's right. These lyrics y'all like, I ain't promise, I ain't giving up. No switching up, don't switch. My life, I ain't going back, promise, I won't give it up. So I'm switching up, switching up. My flow, when I know that you know, I don't give a fuck. So I live it up. My life in this life, yo, low with the fist pump I get high from this beat, I get high to go to sleep I get high from the speed that I need With a taste so sweet, that puts you in your feelings Every day of the week, call a strain music boy Cause I'm rolling with the sheets, you get high from the words From my mouth that I speak, so go when I talk You're so rebelly, you're so rebelly Reality calling this written not fiction You open this book, now you see an ambition You turn the page, but there's something you're missing Fans write the story, this novel's not finished You judging the cover, won't listen to lyrics You closing your ears in the song, you won't hear it So I'm seeking my peace, and I know you're gonna feel it I'm high, so I elevate, yeah I rhyme, but don't hesitate, nah My life, they go celebrate, word Thank God, so I gotta pray, um I'm basically gourmet, what? I'm a snot like a Sunday. oh Mainstream coming someday, yeah Right now, I just gotta say, uh-huh, I'm high, so I elevate 
That's a blooper. That was one of those ones I was talking about. Come on, stop. Like, it's in danger. Yo, you got a lot of good feedback here. So shout out to Off the Top Ropes podcast. Went and said dope sound. Miss Sean Nicole said super love. Hashtag respect. Okay, sincere a whole vibe. Gang, I like I love the love. The love from Rarzone is amazing. That's why I wanted to do this interview so badly. I wanted to come on and just feel love. This is awesome. Yo, I am so so once again, like like I said, I kinda really had a shitty year from hell. Um, I really do apologize for that. I'm glad, you know, we were able to work it out that you could come on. Um, you know who you should link up with though? Be, you know Anyone and everyone? I mean, yeah, that's true too, but you know you gotta <laughs> do it nowadays. You know. But um they're the four twenty group. That we've had on the show, the Joint Chiefs. Yeah. They are a marijuana based group. So everything is like they have albums called Chief Cake, Puffco. Uh, they have a song called Puffco. You know, your vibes. Like the are- Jab Ring Puffco? Yes. That's dope. That's fucking they're, dope. I, I think, and, and they could correct me if I'm wrong if they're listening uh, in some capacity, but I believe they are a brand. Ambassadors for Puffco. I know they are for Formula 420. That's dope as hell. Yeah, um, I would love to be putting on with them and meet all, all of them. I have a lot of 420 songs that I want to have come out this year. So, yeah. What gave you the inspiration behind your music, both on a emotional level and a professional level? I love answering this question because I feel like every year I come up with a different answer. Um, an emotional level, um, my main answer for this usually it's always my emotional level has always been my mother, because God rest her soul, she passed away in 2019. But before she passed away, I knew I wanted to do music. I just wasn't taking it seriously. But as soon as she passed, it was just like, dude, I have to do this now. I have to do this to show her that, like, I wanted to do this and take it seriously. Um, excuse me. But after that, everything just, everything for me intensified so much. I got to I got to work with so many different artists. I got to have actual artists who love me and, and, and want to work with me on a different basis that my emotional level just, instead of it coming from, you know, my mother, now the emotions are coming from, my fans and the people who love my music because they're the people who who have so much cared about me and cherished for me so much. So now my emotions are from the fans. If there's not people who are actually liking my music, how am I supposed to be like, all right, this is something I want to continue. Like, even though, don't mind you, it is for me. Like, my music is made for me. I still want other people to, to feel the love that I was getting through my music. You know what I'm saying? Um professional level it has to be all of the any of the any of my favorite artists and as of recently uh on twitter um saba uh day day pivot uh, a lot of the guys from the pivot gang um they they have 
started recognizing me on Twitter, started retweeting me, followed me, hearts my shit almost every day. Now it's amazing. These guys are one of the 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 main reasons why I want to continue music because I didn't know that some of my favorite artists are actually going to start making music with me. And I'm not even talking about like, like some artists that I actually love, like Chirac, like uh, Saba. Like are you the about on, on a mainstream basis? Or are we talking about like semi-mainstream? Semi-mainstream. Like, you know how you have the NBA and then you have the, the, the D-League? Like, we're talking D-League mainstream. Okay. So like these... Yeah. These guys know you, but they only know you in your state. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like if you're a part of that genre, like the weekend, there was only a core fan, a core group that knew him for a long time until he got fined. That is you know, a fact. Never so, um, and I got to agree with you on that because as of late, and especially like with all in dialing, sorry, my mic got unplugged. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, so, okay. I was gonna say, Where'd you go? <laughs> no, I was definitely right here. Um, it just wasn't play. it was it, it unmuted, it muted me up for a minute. I think they want me to shut up, but um, so like I was always drawn like. I never knew I was going to be in media, but I drew inspiration, you know, because I loved writing. I loved being a journalist. Um, but I ended up being a teacher, and I still am a teacher for my day job. You can so, see me, sir? No, you, you all blacked out. I don't know. What the hell just happened? There you go. All right. There you go. There you go. Oh, right. I can see clearly now the rain is good. That was... And that was my little vocals. But, um, you know, you see, you could tell, like, especially for you, it's more about the feeling and about the culture as opposed to the business. And then just after that, the business kind of just falls into place with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, that's what I was going to say to a lot of people. Um, advice for artists. Start using your social media more often and not just Instagram. Some people actually need to make a Twitter no matter how tedious. Yeah, no matter how tedious people think it actually is, like it they should do it. It's it's big a platform. See, originally me and my post did honestly to be petty with each other. It was like You said hard. to be petty with each other? Yes. Oh man. He's the only reason why I kept my Twitter and Rosalind ended up getting a Twitter. Well, so you could be petty. Well, on my personal one, but now we don't even do it no more because we'll find stupid memes and shit. And that's where it derives from. <laughs> what, the what the fuck, man? Yo, that's, 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 that's kind of hard. That's, that's, that's. that's... <laughs> If we're gonna talk on a on a both quasi professional and bullshit ass way, the the cover of Elevate, right? Yeah. You could turn it into a whole meme and it's oh, gonna that's go this. on Twitter. What's this? 
Uh, the yes. song is on the sweatshirt. If you want a hoodie, you can come buy a hoodie. Tell them where to find it. Oh, it's on my page. Well, not yet, because I still have to fucking set the page up. But yeah, uh, DM me, and I'll get it to you now. On the, Can we set that up? Can you tell me to set the page up? I want to set it. Set, yeah, okay, we can do it. Page is coming soon. I should have fucking announced that earlier shit. I mean, you still got a few little bit of time. I'm here trying to pull up your 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 latest track, which I want you to tell me a little bit about Real Talk. Oh! Oh! <clears throat> Thank you for asking about that. You're welcome. I follow, you know. It's part of my job. Um, so... Real talk is is actually I love doing experiments and I call most of my songs experiments because that's exactly what they are to me. Um, I was sitting at home one day and I'm just laying in bed, and then this awesome this awesome beat comes on um, on a lo-fi station and like me myself like you asked me what type of my style was I'm a lo-fi artist. So I love listening to lo-fi and like listening to like what, what goes on. So I'm sitting at home and I'm listening to a lo-fi beat because I use those to help me rap. And this beat comes on and I'm sitting next to my girlfriend and I'm like, yo, that sounds hard. I need to hit this person up. Because da, 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 like you can't you can't just automatically steal someone's beats. It's automatically copywritten and da da, da da. So I'm like, that sounds hard. I need to hit this person up. I want to see if I can use their beat. Da, 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 da. I hit the person up. Wait for a response for like maybe a week or some shit like that. But I had already started writing to the beat. And nobody really knows this. And this is an inside scoop on this shit. Because I don't think any of my friends know this. So this is really inside. Um, she's right here. Sit up, sit up, sit up, sit up, sit up, sit up, sit up. So um, this is Rachel, by the way. Say hi. Hi. Uh, this, she's gangster. She's really gangster. This is Rachel. Um, So... What doesn't what is not known is that when I asked Rachel if she could help me on the song, she didn't know that I was gonna ghostwrite the song basically and she was gonna rap her verse. So the fun part about the where'd she go? Where'd she go? Where'd she go? Oh, yeah. Anyways, so the fun part about all this, right, is that Shorty basically, there she is. I, I'm sorry. This the, the screen yard, the stream yard want to fight me. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know what just happened. Oh, well, let, but continue. Please tell me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Yo, that was weird. So, so I asked Rachel if she, if I, if I ghostwrite the track for you, would you be willing to to rap on the song? Rachel Who doesn't is she write rap? anything. She, that's her on the track. You I'm rap. a singer, I'm not a rapper. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's never rapped on a track before. She's never sang on a track before. When she says she's a singer, she literally means sitting in the shower and singing. Uh, oh, but that's the no, best. Listen, that's the best. And choruses and select chorus. Give me a little bit of credit. Okay, you have Listen. that credit. Yeah. Okay, okay. And some of the lyrics are mine. I guess. 
So at the end, um, what is it? What was that last verse? There was uh, there was the right last verse. Right before she says, I'm so wild, I might kill you. So wild, I might throw you. That's all the rest of that before that is her. And it's amazing. So when I asked her if she could ghostwrite it, I literally was just like, like, go ahead and rap it. She never let me sit in the room and actually rap with her. She was she was just like, listen, don't fucking sit in here. You make me nervous. Get in the fucking other room and then come back when it's done. I said, okay. All right, gangster. I walked out. I came back. <laughs> I heard all of it. She wouldn't even let me mix it in front of her, but I engineered it. And then I hit up my boy Class, who I actually found on the Bars app. This is actually a really cool app for uh, rappers and uh, anybody who was a rhymer who wants to rhyme. And so if you are an artist, that's basically where you go. Bars. So I went there. I found Class. Me and him have been talking. And he's like, yeah, sure. Um, I would love to. And yeah, that's how we had our song, Real Talk. I named it Real Talk because literally it was just everybody was talking they real shit. I mean, y'all so cute though, the way y'all talking right now. I'm just sitting here like, oh. <laughs> how long are you guys together? Uh, we've been together 10 months, nine months, 10, nine, nine, 10 months, 10 months yeah. almost a year. What is it, was it like to have that? So you guys are partners, obviously, outside of the studio, but to collaborate on something like this because this track is fire. Um, in my eyes, this is a bop. It really is a bop. In Rachel's eyes, she doesn't like the way she sounds. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe that's because, like, when you're as a, as a as somebody who doesn't like to hear themselves constantly, it's just like, damn. Like I don't like that's the way what I, I sound like. Yeah, <laughs> literally, right? That's that's, that's what, what I, I sound, sound like. like. So, to me, it's like, yo, play that, play it again, play it again, play it again, play it again. So every time she hears the beat, she's like, dude, turn it off. <laughs> but so, yeah. how about you? How about you both introduce it to us so I can play it? Oh, okay, yo, um, that's that's Rachel. And I'm sincere, and you're about to hear real talk by both of us, featuring my man Class, who should be on this live right now, but I don't think he is. I'm about to go hit him up. Okay. Oh, shit. That's 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 uh that's that's real talk. That's class. That's Rachel and I. That was uh us showing the lyrical techniques that uh I have, but also showing that Rachel's got some bars too. So I know on Spotify it's called your song is I know on Spotify it says one of your goals is to be on the top 75 on Billboard, but if you had to make some smaller goals for yourself, at least for 2022, what would it be? Um, My 
top goal for 2022 is to actually end up on the color show. If that can't happen, because not that that will take some time, but I mean I have all year to do it. Like my top goal for the year is to end up on the color show. Okay. So if you guys see this video anywhere, you know, forward it to a friend who can forward it to a friend to get this man on the color show. Facts, 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 facts. It's going to take a, a lot of time and dedication, which I feel like can, I can put in. Um, I also, another small goal that I have for myself for this year is to have at least 100 shows. At least 100 under my belt. To perform. Or perform an interview. Yes. Both. Both. So in um, twenty twenty-two, how many you have so far? Twenty twenty-two that I have booked so far, I have booked one, two, three, four. That a boy. That's awesome. Ninety-six more to go. You got this. You got this, man. Yes. Yes. Um Goals is the only thing that, as artists, that we can keep for ourselves. That we know that at the end of the day, we're not going to mess up on because those are the things that keep us motivated for specific tasks. So, um, before we we close out our interview with you, I want you to tell me about your video for Psycho. My video for Psycho, which was also filmed by Rachel. <laughs> Um, my video for Psycho, uh, it was, I made the song, which I'm having problems with, I know that as artists, if you make a song, you need to have some type of visual to go with it, either a lyric video or just something simple. But I felt with Psycho, I put it out uh, a year ago and uh, two years ago in uh, 2019, 2018, 2019, 2020, something like that. I can't remember the date. And then, so when I put out the video, I thought it was fair enough that since it had come out a year later before, that I would just introduce it as a music video because I was so happy of the response that I got when it first came out because everyone said they loved the lyrical ability that I had of the song. And so I wanted to show them like, hey, I've actually got talent. And so since nobody's recognizing that that song is still popping, I'm gonna put out a music video for y'all so you can actually see something. But I didn't really do anything in the music video. I just gave everybody a visual. So before we play it, um, tell everyone where they could find you. Because after that, we got to, you know, go to a little bit of a, another music video break before we bring on Ariella. Ari, I can't wait to meet her. She's awesome, by the way. Go check her out. She's dope. She is. She is. She yeah. is. I can't wait to interview her. I saw her perform in person. That's that's really what attracted us to want to interview her. Wow. Um, yes. All right. Yeah. Um, you guys can find me on Apple Music. Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, uh, Instagram mainly, uh, Twitter, Facebook, all under the same name. It's Musically Sincere. Awesome. Now introduce Psycho for us. Oh, yeah. Psycho by Musically Sincere. Released October 29th, but streaming everywhere. Dope. Let's get it. This is Welcome to the Raw Zone.
OJ Simpson telling somebody else that they're a loose cannon. OJ, you're out of jail. Go chill with the white girls and don't speak no more. Kind of sucks when I'm the white girl I have to introduce after. But um, shout out to my co-host once again who couldn't be here uh, for our first show of the year. He is tuned in on the YouTube, but please follow him everywhere at underscore heel classic miss you mikey hopefully we record together next week um before i bring up our guest if you are not doing anything this saturday we have our big dreams concert in new york at the shillelagh tavern um you have coney brooks performing who you saw in the video you have rock steady you have daylight we have Yano coming. We have a few, we have Bossy V in the building. A whole bunch of dope artists. We're networking. We're connecting with people. We want to keep making platforms like this to give more opportunities for you guys to be able to flourish. Whether you're an, a musician, an artist, visual artist, or even a small business, we're here to help you. Um, speaking of helping, we are having our media day the week after. If um, it's a one-on-one -on -one experience that we give to small businesses and creatives to come get a photo shoot, write-up, interview um, for artists, playlisting opportunities, which we do offer outside in IV Productions as well as Rockview Entertainment for those that do live out of state, but we do cater to everyone. So if you have any questions, please let us know. Hit us up at mnrbookings at gmail.com. So without further ado, because I feel like the Ariella Hive is going to come after me if I don't introduce her. Um, I'm very honored because I see um, a lot of people putting the effort into what they do and how they do certain things that um, they you'll never expect what, what you get out of them. So I went to New Jersey with Titan of Rap. Shout out once again to Rock Me Entertainment for having me coming with them to Atlantic City. Um, and I saw a very beautiful young woman who had a whole crew of backup dancers. And the last time I saw that was Taina from Rock Me Entertainment. So we're talking about quite a few years. Um, so... I first saw the dancers and that had me entrapped. And then I see such a confident figure walking onto the stage and commanding her the attention she wants. So without further ado, I mean, I could see all these people that are tuning in right now for her. So without further ado, the one, the only, Ariella. Hello, everybody. Hello. So I, I I made a new moniker for you, the Ariella Hive. S. Thompson agrees with me. Yes, that's my cousin. Thank you, Shamari. How are you? I am doing fine. Doing fine. It's nice cold weather. How are you? 
I'm all right. Is, is, are you guys below temperatures like us? Mm, I wouldn't say below temperature, but the um, weather is bipolar. So one day you need a jacket and one day you don't. Mm, that's global warming for you. But <laughs> tell, us, tell us a little bit about yourself, love. Um, well, I'm Ariella, RVA in the building, two up, two down. Um, I have been singing and dancing, playing instruments about my entire life. Um, I started in the church. Um, so I have a music family. It's either rapping, singing, dancing, stepping, um, or choreography. Um, and about when I went to college, I went through one of my toughest heartbreaks and a coping mechanism. Coping skill for me was starting to write music um, and kind of talk about my journey, which is the album that I dropped in 2020 called Crown Me. Um, from the first song to the end, it tells you my journey of how I tried and began to heal. Um, and from there, it's only up from here. Tell us about, since you brought up the project, tell us about how you put it together because I heard acceptance when you performed it. Mm -hmm. I didn't expect all the dancing because when I heard the project, it was very, uh, it brought back definitely the 90s R&B, which we were lacking. Mm -hmm. um, but you felt the soul, you felt your emotions through every track, which I was sitting with my boyfriend who was the other photographer and I'm sitting here, I'm like, that's not the same girl. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm looking it up now so I can tell you in order. Um, but we can start with, um, all right, there we go. So how I started this song. So acceptance started, um, as everyone knows, it's basically a fuck you nigga song. There's no hiding from it. Um, and so it's basically like the beginning of the emotions I felt, you know, what I was feeling, you know, continuously going back, but then, you know, then leaving, I'm saying, fuck you. I don't want to do this, but then. It's like I was going through insanity. So eventually I had to kind of realize what I was doing, acknowledge my behaviors and what I wanted more from myself. So then the next song on the album is called The Truth. Um, and the truth is, you know, I realized that I am better than what I accepted. Sometimes we accept things because we think that is all we deserve, but there's definitely more out there. Um, also, you know, my parents love to remind me. Uh, so it's my friends, everybody, that family, supporters, remind me of the type of person I am. Sometimes we need people to tap in and remind us of that. Um, then there's Ten Toes. Um, ten Toes is basically kind of the same thing, but the song kind of hit a, li a little bit deeper for me because I am a person of liking things to be meaningful. And I really wanted to do a song with someone who inspired me. And also it's partially why I am a music baby. So I had a feature with Buddy so that I can keep that forever, especially when God calls her home. I have something to look back on. Um, I said no. Nope. Now I am really at the point where I don't need anybody. 
So basically I'm saying no, independent. Now I'm just an independent woman. So in the lyrics it say, you know, I don't need you to hold my door. You know, men, they grow up, you know, as gentlemen, they're supposed to hold your door. But I don't need you to hold my door. I don't need you to do all of these nice things for me because I can do them on my own. And sometimes when you are in a long relationship, become a little bit dependent. Um, and so that was me stepping back on the independency side of realizing that I don't need anybody, especially that's not how I was raised and embracing myself and my um, characteristics, things that make me me. And then Victoria is um, a sexual song, um, you know, just thinking about being in a committed relationship and, you know, wanting them to come home, being a part of your piece, being, you know, like a release, however you see fit in the video. You know, I also um, did some marketing with my lady who makes my favorite wine. Um, so that was very interesting. That took me out of my comfort zone um, with the lingerie and the silhouette and everything. And then we have Girls Night Out, which is one of my favorite songs. And that was that's the twerking club song. Um, and that's me and my friends from college, me and my friends from home, and us going out, having fun. It's a, Every song is realistic, talking about guys looking at us. Um, and wanting to dance, but some people can't amount to, you know, what our standards are. So people come to you and they don't live up to what they say that they are coming to offer. Um, but we're having fun. That's the whole thing of it. It's been a hard week, long week, hard times, and twerking is meditational. And then we have warning, which is the end. Now I'm warning everyone that moving forward, I will no longer accept things that do not benefit me or do not help me grow financially, physically, mentally, and emotionally. And basically I'm gonna boss up on you. There's been a while where I've been hindering myself from growth um, and not acknowledging those behaviors to patterns. And now I'm here. Do you ever find yourself in a position where even though like we see your transformation, you know, what do you do in the times so though that when you feel like one second, uh, I don't know what happened. You lost me again? Can you hear me? One sec. Oh. Um, in the meantime, I do have the girls night out video queued up. So let's get this going till we get Ariella back. And this is the video for girls night out hey y'all what you doing tonight girl nothing what is that to do the word is shut down i mean we gotta do something it's halloween y'all remember when we went to that halloween party last year it was lit all by us man man we was lit as fuck that's why we don't know when we gonna ever go outside again but bitch when we do we gonna be So we are back with Ari. Ella. Where'd she go? Oh, oh no, come back. She's here. You? Can you hear me now? Uh, hello? Can you hear me? You can't hear me? No, I can hear you perfectly. 
Hi. Welcome back. Hi, I'm sorry. You have a little bit of a delay, though. Okay. Do I have a delay now? Can you hear me? Yeah. I Hello. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can. Be serious. Um, I'd like to I map out the the scene of everything. Like I said, everything tells a true story. So um, every scene plays a part of the lyrics and the words. Um, so I tried to make it as such as like we were in um, Ella's haunted house, which is like a like a haunted house clearly. Um, and everybody had to dress up and have costumes. I was kind of nervous to see how everybody was going to do. Cause I know usually when I go to the club, everybody doesn't dress up. They just come, you know, get drunk, smoke and have fun. So I was really happy about it when we had fun. Um, instead of everything being so serious, we had to do a few scenes again, but it was okay. Um, but it was really nice to kind of act out the scenes that were a part of, you know, just a part of the song. How, how'd you feel in a way trans from filming the first video for acceptance to filming, um, girls night out? Cause it was being there was two different vibes. Mm. I we lost you again, hon. Nope. I not at all. I wait, 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 wait. wait. I hear Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. Um. So filming acceptance. Um. That was my first video, so I was kind of like very hardcore with everybody. Like I need this this way, this this way. And just worried about making sure everything came out the way it did. I never recorded a video before, so it really was a learning experience. But um, recording that song, I was still kind of going through that heartbreak. So, like, really feeling those words as I was singing it, you know, like that car scene. Um, yeah, really feeling it, um, you know, with the bat, you know, like, and then I had my supporters there and they were like incorporating ideas as we were going along. Um, but it was a, you know, the song is slower, of course, but the words behind it was powerful. Um, and so I kind of, you know, more of that was just like more intense of more feeling the song, making sure that. Um, my emotions came with the words that came out of my mouth um, in the song. And then with Girls Night Out, it just was having fun. So, like, the lyrics going to tell you the story anyway, but the video going to tell you. So, the words will tell you the story, the video will tell you the story. So, I just let the words and the story tell itself, and I just had more fun with that. Tell me a little bit about your career. You have already you captivated any audience that you touch on your stage, but you, your bio and 
from some research, you want you you want to showcase, and you were offered a residency on the Carnival cruise ship. What was that like? Did you actually go through with it? No, I didn't. Um, I go on cruises with my family every November, and so uh, we heard about the what is it called the lip sync battle, and mm-hmm. so um, I'm the singer in the family on my dad's side. And so they were saying, you know, trying to encourage me to do it. So I went on and did it and it was actually really fun, but it was more like really fast paced. Um, I presented, we don't have the pictures anymore, but I had to choose like a celebrity to be, um, uh, well, I had to choose a song in the song book and then they dressed me up as the celebrity. So I chose uh, Lady Gaga. I can't think of the specific song right now, but the one, uh, rah, 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 rah. Yeah. Um, um, so I want your lovers and your lovers revenge. Um, or maybe it's called bad romance, bad romance. Um, it's been a while, but we did that. And then like with the, um, I went up there and I just was lip singing a song and then their professional dancers just came behind me and they started to perform. And I just backstage and started telling them about, um, telling them about my background and like singing and dancing, how I did musical theater and everything. And so um, someone in the back said something to me about, you know, applying and coming to, they was telling me about certain things like the internships or, you know, how the process would go, how long I would have to be on the boat and everything. But I was still in college um, and I wanted to pursue my psychology degree. So um, I didn't move forward with that process. How were you able to navigate post-COVID life, Um, especially now being an entertainer and now many venues are either requiring both vaccinations or requiring a negative COVID test? How have you been able to adapt to the new industry? Um, Well, I'll say um, before getting to the vaccines and everything, I will say it was a little scary and difficult because when I dropped my album, literally probably a month after, or maybe even in the same month, COVID had happened. So that had hindered me from performing at all for the first year, I want to say. So I dropped my album in September of 2020. So I wasn't able to perform for the rest of the year. So we really had to depend on social media and word of mouth. as the marketing platform for a while and social media has gotten really big with the, you know, the uh, quarantine and COVID and everything. Um, And so this past year, 2021 was really big for me because the world was allowed to open back up a little bit. So I was able to do a lot of performances, radio interviews and travel. I have, besides COVID happening and not being able to perform, I haven't had any difficulties with, vaccines or COVID testing or anything um, when it came to performing that didn't hinder me in any way. So how did, okay, so how did did, right? And like for many um, artists and creatives, it stopped people for a year. How were you able to kind of market yourself out of the box? Um, Sorry, what was that thing said? I said, how were you able to navigate through those times when there was nowhere to be able to perform? So um, I tried to make myself more visible on social media. 
Um, I, I, I was a social media person, um, but more so just being on there and scrolling versus always posting pictures back to back. So I've had to come out of my comfort zone. Sometimes I even call my manager and I'm like, I'm tired of posting stuff. I feel like I'm irritating people. Um, but constantly posting stuff, you never know who's seeing it. So I had to make myself more familiar with things on social media. Um, like, you know, the reels came out, TikTok, how to learn how to use Twitter. Twitter was a challenge a little bit. Um, Instagram and the different hashtags, which hashtags were more popular, you know, for you to end up hopping up on explore pages. So I made myself uh, a little bit more knowledgeable in that area. And then honestly, I wasn't sure if it was working, but then I've had um, some f a few people message me and say, you know, hey, like I seen you on the explore page, you know, they want to do a feature or I've seen more likes on um on like the reels that kind of, uh, I guess, attracts others that you don't follow, especially when you're doing a hashtag. I've had um, tagging my album, um, Crown Me. I've had a lot of people, like if I did Crown or Me or Crown Me, people who businesses are named that, I've had them be able to come and see. So coming more familiar with social media. And sometimes I would even post myself singing. Sometimes I post myself dancing. Um, me and my cousins have even tried to uh, create a TikTok to one of my um, songs. I've asked my friends and my friends and family have been supportive of reposting. Um, and not only that, but we've also uh, gotten items such as the shot glasses, um, the first batch of hard CDs that was signed by me flyers um the hoodies that i have on right now this is one of them um and so that's the way that i have been trying to promote myself and market myself until we were able to actually get out and be in person that's amazing that's amazing thank you so you actually well your your awesome manager sent something to my email so Sean Nicole. Shout out to Sean Nicole. She said you a singer with a degree. Singer with a degree, baby. <laughs> mm, 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 mm. <laughs> Tell them. So the singer with the degree had her management slide into my email, right? With a very exclusive super exclusive surprise for you guys yes uh, so we want to get into it and then we're gonna take calls uh not calls questions anything you guys want to ask Ariella. and but tell me about spontaneous moment so spontaneous moments is about a certain someone that is dear to me special to me um and we met uh, i guess you could say wrong timing um and we just cherished every moment we spent together that's why it's called spontaneous um and it basically was just wrong timing um we develop some deep feelings for each other but the timing wasn't right and so spontaneous moments just is a rem it's a reminiscing song reminiscing about things that we did um and just saying like i i was ready 
I was ready to love you, but you weren't. Um, and so it's, it's, it's just about re rem reminiscing about someone that I truly cared about. And I just accepted the fact that they weren't ready. Um, and that's the gist of it. Loving someone who wasn't ready to be loved. All right. So give me one second. I'm going to pull it up and we are going to get into the exclusive from Ariella. Everybody came, but um, that was my first performance out of the city, RVA, um, in New Jersey. So I was not nervous, really excited. Um, first time with a new crowd, and like I said, in a new town, so I wasn't sure what to expect. Um, but as always, always bring a game, whether it's 100 people in a crowd, whether it's two. Um, I just wanted to leave a mark of anything. Um, of people knowing my name. I want to get on the stage and by the time I leave, you at least know my name, my social media, or you remember something about my performance that gets you talking about it. Um, my biggest uh, goal is to get my music heard everywhere. Um, I believe that my music, uh, people can relate to my music. And one thing that I like about listening to music is being able to relate to it. Like if I'm heartbroken, I know exactly what song I'm going to listen to on that playlist. If I'm in the mood to, you know, go out with my friends and we're having a pregame or we play or a game night, I know exactly what songs that's going to get us turned, it's going to get us hype. Like I said before, I like to dance. I know exactly what songs. So I want people to listen. I want people to listen to my songs and know my songs that when they're in the mood and they like, I'm going to boss up on this nigga, fuck that. They know to go to warning and that's that, you know, or. You know, honestly, if if you got to be reminded of your worth, uh, then you could go to tell the truth. You know, to tell the truth, I was never really for you. And, you know, sometimes it takes us a while to understand that. So 
New Jersey, I just wanted to leave a mark. And I did. I felt really good about it. Actually, I felt great um, seeing everybody stand up during the performance and after and knowing that this is the first crowd to ever see me for the first time. Everybody didn't know the songs, but everybody was standing up before the song was over. And I really didn't notice it until after I started watching everyone's videos. And I'm like, wow, everybody stood up. And there, I barely, besides my family in there, nobody knew me until that night. But I always come with my end game. And, you know, my dancers had my back. I had their front, my manager, you know, my stepmom, my dad, my sisters, you know, everyone was over there. And I couldn't have expected, my expectations was met. Were you not cold? Because it was mighty cold in that tent. And you were there wearing, like... <laughs> I'm no, sorry. I um honestly wasn't cold. Um, and it might have been just like the adrenaline or a little bit of slight nervousness, um, there. But honestly, that's why I love having my supporters because when I get a little nervous, I go over there and I tell them, and they snap me back into reality. Um, I actually had three, um, moms there. Um, I also had my best friend and her mom, um, too, and. I'm never cold, actually. Um, I don't know if it's the college I went to in the mountains and I just adapted um, because <laughs> when my dad said they're always saying in the winter, you always come out here with a long T-shirt on and like long sleeve T-shirt and some shorts and Uggs and I'm fine. And even when I, you know, go to work today, I had on a dress and Chance wants to say hello. Hi, puppy. <laughs> even um, today when I went to work, my head on the dress. My legs are never cold. So when I'm moving, I'm okay. So before I take the questions from the audience, what is your musical Mount Rushmore? Say it one more time. Your musical Mount Rushmore. My musical Mount Rushmore. I have no clue what that is. Can you please explain? So, you know how people go, your top five dead or alive, or your goats. So, your Mount Rushmore is, like, those people. Do like you remember the big heads where they have, like, all the presidents? Mm-hmm. So, who are your five musical greats? Okay, okay, okay. Um, so, people in the music industry, or are you asking about my inspirations just to music in general? Mm, if you could get a feature with them and... In like if they're the people you strive to one day get a feature with. Okay. Uh, well, my Mount Rushmore. I know what it is now. Um, number one is going to be Beyonce. She is my musical role model inspiration. Um, her songs tell a story. When you watch the videos, if there's a video to the song, you're never lost. Um, she also is very musically... I guess in the words I could say, um, she challenges herself. Um, since day one, she hits very different high ranges. She's definitely a um, performer, an artist. And one thing that I learned that I hope to continue to advance is dancing and singing is an art. And when I watch Beyonce do that, it's like, it's like, um, it's, the, it's like brushing your teeth without thinking about it and trying to hurry up and, and get out the house. Like, she does it with the breeze. No thought behind it. 
Um, and so now I've kind of been watching some of her videos besides just her being my inspiration in general. And I'm like, oh, I have to learn how you do this because it's a challenge. Um, so Beyonce is one of them. I am also going to say my mom. Um, um, everyone doesn't know that she used to rap. Um, but my mom is unapologetically her. And she will not let anyone deteriorate her from being who she is and what her vision is. And that is that is me. Um, and I didn't recently know that about her. And I didn't know that about her until recently. But that is me. When I have a vision, it's, it's really that. And however I need to execute it, I will. Sometimes I can be stubborn, stubborn and try to exhaust all my options before I try to switch it up. But I know when I go into the studio and I record, I know what beat I want to use. I know what background vocals. I know what I need you to fix. I know these things. It's just that I can't execute it. You know, when it comes to, you know, uh, recording the videos, I know what I know how I want my video to be. I know where I know how the second, the minute I know it all. So I just need I just need the person to record it and then and then I can execute. So I'm like that. And I don't want to have to change myself for anyone um about anything the way that i write you know the way that i dress of course i am a sponge so i am open to all knowledge and learning and doing things different but i also want to keep my core values of being an artist um and that's something i learned about her um and then um i think honestly so far those are my two Mount Rushmore's. Okay, so the other three we keep on layaway. Yes. Okay, oh, so I'm sorry. No, I have. Excuse me. I have. He means he's gonna be in his video. I have one more. Um, not too long ago, I have started looking into Lady Gaga. Um, I mean, I'm sorry, not Lady Gaga, Katy Perry. And I have been watching her videos um, at work and at home, and she is very creative when it comes to her videos. And like I said before, I am really strong on my lyrics matching the story um, of the video because I've seen like a lot of times lately people videos don't match their lyrics. So I'm looking at the video and then I'm thinking, what has this has to do with anything? And you know, if that's their way of doing things, I get it. But I like for my lyrics to match my video. And so I've been watching Katy Perry um, videos and they're very, very creative. And not only that, but her lyrics. I've listened to Teenage Dream and Last Friday Night, but I never really actually listened to it. And then when I was listening to it and watching the videos, I called my manager and I was like, you know what? I really like Katy Perry. And, you know, like she she inspires me to want to continue to go because sometimes my dreams for the video is a little big a little too big for what i can do at the moment but watching her stuff made me realize i'm not going to try to diminish my thoughts it'll happen it might not happen right now but i'm going to continue to be that creative being that i am because that's just how i am and that's all i know how to be so I'm going to come back next time we interview and I'm going to give the other two a watch. Okay. But, um, so before we had played the song, I have a question here. Where do you see yourself musically in five years? 
in five years, I'd musically see myself um, uh, increasing my streams for my music, um, performing more out of my city, um, advancing my knowledge within the music industry in general. Although I am an artist and I sing and I perform, my manager does teach me about the background aspects of things. Um, just so I understand, you know, like I am the artist, but just understanding everything in total, because, you know, one day God may call her home and we have discussed me not being lost in the music industry and knowing, you know, what I'm worth and, you know, what I need to do or specific things I need to say, certain documents I need to know about, you know, certain platforms, things of that nature. Um, but as of as I've been thinking lately, five years from now, I do see myself performing more out of town and uh, getting my music reached to the world in other ways than how we've been doing it this last year. Because, you know, every day the world's advancing um, and at least I'm dropping at least three more albums and like Katy Perry getting really creative with those videos. And reaching another, um, reaching another, you know, crowd. I've realized I've been reaching females. You know, this album that I'm starting to work on, it's going to be a little different than the last one. Of course, like I said, I was heartbroken, all those things trying to heal. And now I'm refocusing um, on myself and what I'm worth and my goals and everything. So the more I continue to write, I am hoping for an advancement in my wording and in my creativity. Okay, so you answered the, the writing process part. So, um, do you pref do you write the lyrics to instrumental, or do you have the lyrics already? I um no. So what I do, <laughs> um, I someone will present me a beat, and I listen to it, and within about twenty seconds of the beat, my brain is already going to start formulating words. So if my brain doesn't start formulating words, I either believe that's not the beat for my soul because my mind's already, when I say that my mind starts thinking about the words before I am actually aware that my mind is thinking about it, that's how it goes. So literally I could listen to a beat and then my mind just started writing words. So I literally have to hurry up and grab my phone and start writing down the words that my mind is already creating. Um, now, sometimes if that doesn't happen to beats because it has happened, it doesn't necessarily mean it's not for me. It's just going to be, it's going to take me a little longer or a challenge, but I can write words. Um, just like I was just in the studio. It takes me not that long. Like I said, if it's a beat that is calling me, you know, or um, I'm feeling like my soul is feeling or emotions. And I can never tell you, like, no one can give me a specific topic. Words will just come. So I could uh, hear a beat and a song will just come about bossing up on somebody or a word come, a song come and it's about money or it's about heartbreak. It's not, the beat doesn't determine what type of song it is. It's, it's really difficult to explain, but I tried to simplify that. <laughs> so our last question from the audience, um, what have you, what work have you done so far to expand your brand? Um, well, like I said, from September 4th of 2020 
till somewhere in the middle of last year, we were on a COVID, you know, lockdown. So marketing on the internet was my biggest way of expanding my brand. And then when we were able to come out, I did about eight to nine performances. So that was in person. And during those times, um, a dear friend of mine, Kizzy, thank you, Kizzy, uh, created these flyers for me. And I know people like things that make things easy. So on the first part of the flyer, it's my uh, album cover. And on the back, it's a barcode that takes you directly to everything you need to know about me. And so we'll pass those out. That'll kind of save a little bit of time of um, holding people up and talking. So they'll have that. And you just tell them the barcode is on the back. Um, also, like I said, we started having items. So we have like this hoodie, which is me, folks on music writing. Then we have a black one, a yellow, and a purple. We have shot glasses with different song titles from the album. Um, we have the hard copy CDs. Um, we did a few. Uh, we did Flask. I'm sorry. We did Flask. Um, and on the back of it, it had the whole album on the back wording. Um, and then we've done interviews to expand brand. Um, the first radio show I was ever on was in Charlottesville. So that was the first goal that I reached out of town somewhere. Um, and so just trying to uh, market, but also the word just ran from my head. Um, but just trying to make, um, Lord. I can't think, but I'm going to go with business business relationships right now. Just trying to get out there and meet other people. You never know what you'll find. For example, in New Jersey, I found you, and like here we are now. So, you know, just getting out there. We've tried pop-up shops and stuff like that, but you never know who you meet. Sometimes I'm having a conversation. You know, just a short, quick story. I was in Atlanta, and I was really hungry, and I was in the line waiting for a sub and i was saying like you know yo i am hungry and they need to hurry up and somehow i ended up talking to a musician band and and they were looking for a singer and that's how that happened so you know you just never know so my last question um because everyone seems to answer this extremely different um what do you feel the music industry is lacking right now Hmm. question I never thought about and I'm sure my manager is on his other line saying all these things I could be saying right now but um, I am going to go with the music industry is lacking I am going to go personally with support I am um, I have had a challenge with, um, feeling like I didn't have enough support outside of family and friends, um, and just trying to like reach other people. So I feel like we don't support each other, each other enough. Like we're all trying to make it, um, in some type of form. And I just feel like in the music industry, you know, we don't support each other enough, even though I guess, you know, Conda is a. I guess we could say competition. I just feel like, you know, when we go to performances, it doesn't hurt to clap or, you know, to follow someone or to give some type of feedback, you know, or just to repost, you know, like their music, take a time to listen to other people's music. I feel like we stay kind of in our clique. Like if I have friends who, you know, who play music, then I kind of just support them and then no one else. So I feel like in the music industry, especially in Richmond right now, I feel like, 
there's so much talent, but a lot of people don't continue to feel motivated or continue to go because they feel the lack of support. Um, and so, yeah. All right. So, what's next? What's next? So, in February, I will be dropping that wonderful single, Spontaneous Moments, you guys heard about. March 7th, I will be performing in New York at the Talent Tonight. April, I will be performing in New York again. I do not have the details for that right now. And the target month of May, hopefully, is dropping a new album. So I'm working on new songs, working on new features. Um, like I said, this is going to be a different album than Crown Me. Found and um and just expanding you know uh learning more about my vocals i'm not just a soprano i can do soprano one soprano two also could do alto a little bit of you know tenor um trying to find a producer um that i can work with my own personal um just tapping into a few things and um, meeting some people that could help get to the next level so we have a few things coming up i'm really excited and i can't wait for you guys to hear it and see it you know the videos will be coming to shortly after so ariella i want to first of all thank you for coming on the show thank you for bearing with the technical difficulties um you know can you know get can't have can't have a show without something going wrong, right? This is true. I understand. You know, so I do want to thank you for being here. I want to thank everyone for tuning in today. If you could, if you're on our YouTube, please hit subscribe um, and hit the little bell. We always love all the engagement. We sit here, we talk with our creatives. We also talk wrestling, um, you know, so you can always catch it some type of content. We're bringing on more shows to work with us on Raw Zone Media. So please, like, stay tuned for that. Um, you know, we want to provide a bigger platform for everyone to be able to network because, like you said, there isn't enough support in this industry um, for the creative. So we want to just all do our best. So if you do want to support us, you know, click the subscribe button. Um, or subscribe to our website on our website, rawzonenyc.com. Or if you just feel like being generous, we are selling shirts. $25, $5 shipping and handling, you know, got to get the merch. I'm trying to get on Ariella's level, but we do a one thing at a time. We're going to start with shirts, though. Um, in the meantime, my love, where can they find you? You can find me on Facebook as Ariel Robinson. You can also find me on Instagram as A R I dot E L L and then four A's. You can find me on Twitter as They Love Ari. TikTok, Ariella again as my Instagram. And you can find me on YouTube as Ariel A R, and that's where you find all of my videos. And I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you so much for having me here. And thank you for everyone that has came at 9 o'clock at night on a work night to listen and support. 
Thank you again, everyone, for tuning in. The replay of this will be on Dominus TV on the Apple. I'm uh, sorry. Wow, on Amazon Fire Stick. We will also have the audio on our podcasting platform. So Spotify, Apple, iHeartMedia, Amazon Music, Podcast, Vodcast, Pocket Cast, wherever you have it. We're also on Facebook Podcasts. It will probably be up by tomorrow or Thursday. So don't forget to tune in, keep sharing, follow Ariella, follow Musically Sincere, follow myself, The Heal Classic, all the people you saw on the on the music videos. Um, keep this network going like, and try to enjoy every day while you still can. If I didn't learn this enough in 2021, his life is extremely too short. Um, hug your friends while you still can. Tell your mentors thank you for everything they've done for you. And just try to hold less grudges. Try to just move on from whatever ails you and just push forward. And on that note, next week we have GMB Fame and Deuce Broadway in the motherfucking building. And hopefully a Mikey is going to be back. And we'll, we'll be tuning in from our Big Dreams concert this Saturday. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you. Thank you.